0: So, John, if you could cast any spell on anybody, what would you cast on who?
1: I'd put a spell on you, baby, Uh, and it would be strong.
0: I was hoping you weren't going (laughs) to bring me into
1: this. (laughs) You are. (laughs)
0: Welcome, everybody, to Beyond the Box Set, a podcast where you pitch prequels, sequels and spin-offs to films that don't have any. I'm Harry, and joining me, as always, is John. Hello. And uh, this week is Hocus Pocus. It oh, is. Oh, what a joy. Part two of our little Halloween trio.
1: Which has also inadvertently turned into our fabulous films about witches trilogy so far. So far, so yeah. So far, yeah.
0: Yeah, we'll see what number three holds. Mm-hmm. Now, I think I've seen this right back as a kid, and I thought I'd seen it recently, but also watching this... I had a weird sensation of remembering and also not remembering it at the same time. How do you mean? Not sort of like I remembered stuff as they happened. It was just like, wait, is is this about to happen? And then most of the time it would be no. Oh, and okay. One or two times it was, a, it, it was a yes. It was a very confusing feeling. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did. I know the uh, the last minute of this very well. Yeah. Because it was, uh, it was recorded on the VHS. It, the very last minute of this film
1: would always come on before you watch Sister Act 2. Ah. Uh, <laughs> and you watched Sister Act 2 many a time. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's the it's best track, one. Sister Act 2, back in the habit. Yeah. <laughs> for the title alone. Mm-hmm. Definitely a, we can't do it on this podcast, but definitely a superior sequel. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, Again, I love this film. Of course I love this film. This film is amazing. This is such a fun film. When was the last time you watched it? Last Halloween. I watched <laughs> this film every Halloween. Like, It's my Halloween tradition. Even though I've watched it this week for this podcast, mm. I will watch it again in... When Halloween actually comes around, because we record these early, so it would be. It's yeah. Not, right now it's like October the second. Yeah. I will watch that film again in three weeks' time, and possibly in between. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I just think you can't make a bad film about witches. Well, actually, that's well, a lie. We'll, we'll see. We'll okay, see. you probably can. I don't think you can. I think you, I don't think you can make a bad comedy about. No, it's probably not true either. <laughs> Which films can be have the potential to be a lot of fun? Yes. Because it's yes. just licensed for fabulous there's... older actresses to just be fabulous and have a great time. Yeah. I mean, I would, this is normally the point where I'd ask who your favourite character is, but I mean, it's Bet Midler, right? Well yeah, easily. Yeah. I mean there's no question, this is the Bet Midler show. Actually with Jessica Parker.
0: Really? Yeah. I thought I thought that she was really enjoying it. I mean everybody really enjoying themselves. Yep. But this is the one where I see her doing something that I don't see her doing ever before
1: that's true i mean they're all amazing they're all really really funny but, yeah. i mean it's like and she's great in it but for me it's so the bet middler show it, it very much is like she is chewing all of that scenery mm-hmm. including parts of her own face yeah. <laughs> like her own facial prosthetics she's occasionally just nibbling on it's great yeah. <laughs> all right
0: tis time <gasps> there it is Bring to a full rolling bubble. Add two drops of oil of boil. Oh, I got it. Have you do that. I'll do this. Six of owl with the herb that's red. Turn three times. Pluck a hair from my head. Add a dash of pox and a dead man's toe. Dead man's toe and make it a fresh one. Dead man's toe.
1: Fresh one. Sisters! Gather round. One thing more, and all is done. Had a bit of thine own tongue. Oh, Winnie, thou art divine. What do you know of Betty Midler's work? Nothing at all. Nothing, nothing. I was getting a mess up with Betty Davis okay different people yeah Betsy davis is dead yeah, <laughs> that's <what I> thought. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay so we'll definitely be re- revisiting the bett midler catalogue at some point in this podcast okay great we'll get there beaches it's coming looking forward to it. uh what else oh first wives club it's coming have you never seen the first wives club no but i already know what my title is going to be for it oh great okay that's, that's definitely been bumped up the list then okay <laughs> Oh, ooh, Ruthless People, it's coming. Ruthless People is coming. Okay, yeah. Okay, we're, great. We're going to see a lot of Bette Midler on this podcast. Okay, please months. not three weeks in a row. No, no, no. Oh, we could do a Bette Midler season. We did, no. like, Jude Law, three Jude Law films, accidentally, in, like, the space of four or five weeks.
0: We did two, and they were very unrelated films.
1: True, but he was in both of them, just because Jude Law's <laughs> in everything. They right? were related by Jude Law. Yeah, this is just such a great Bette Midler film. She gets to sing, she gets to be funny. There's mm-hmm. so much comedy in this. This is one I have real fun memories of from childhood. Mm-hmm. And... To the point where I could probably quote it word for word. Mm-hmm. Like, the opposite of you, where you have false memories of this film, I have, like, I could quote the script every line as it comes and mm-hmm. still enjoy it. Yeah. Just Every scene is great. What was your favourite scene? My favourite bit is just the way they walk. <laughs> <laughs> that freeway kind yeah. of, like, uh, march, like yeah. really synchronized march, that really synchronised march, that... Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I could watch that forever. Yeah. That's it. They work so well together. It feels like the three of them are just, like, doing all these little bits, and a lot of it, I don't know, it's in mm. the script, or it's just them coming up with it, but it's yeah. just...
0: Have they, have they ever got back together? those three and done something?
1: Well, there's been a huge amount of call for a Hocus Pocus sequel, but it's never come to pass yet.
0: Well, weirdly, obviously we chose this about a week ago today and we're now recording on October 2nd, but mm. three days ago it was announced there's going to be one. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, So cool. this is a pretty weird scenario for us, because obviously we don't do films that have ever had sequels or are mm. going to have sequels. Okay. So this one
1: just... We, we just got there in time. Oh, good, okay. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad because we had to do this film. Yeah. Okay, so... Don't they're, what, they're bringing Bette Midler back, right?
0: I, I don't know what it's going to involve. Okay. I mean, they have to, even if it's just a cameo and something. But She has to be the film. Come yeah, surely.
1: This, this film is the cast. I don't know if it's a sequel or if it's a remake. Okay, I'm not here for a remake. I'm normally okay with them remaking films, but I, I need Bette Midler to be involved. Same. Yeah. So my favourite scene, I, think, I mean, there's so many, but the one that always sticks in my mind is the one where they trick the witches into going into the incinerator. Oh, yeah. Which is a very strange setup for a school. Why has a school got that kind of incinerator? Yeah. Like,
0: well, I guess it's supposed to be a kiln for pottery and stuff.
1: I don't know, my school. It, really? Yeah. Okay. I, our, I our school did not have a kiln. Well, <laughs> school was underprivileged. Mm-hmm. Um, not, in, not in deepest, darkest Wales. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did, did pottery replace English or something?
0: <laughs> no, it's just something you did in art sometimes. Okay. But I mean, it wasn't like a walk-in... Thing. I don't think no, that you yeah. get them like that
1: but anyway they trick them into the, they trick the witches into going in and then they pull a lever and the mm-hmm. witches are burnt mm-hmm. we assume to death but yeah. not obviously and then so that, then it cuts away and then it comes back and they walk out of it mm-hmm. and because they trick they trick them in by having a which is really funny by having a French vocabulary tape play oh, yeah because <laughs> yeah. one of the other things I loved about this film was the witches always misunderstanding Von technology there were mm-hmm. loads of really good jokes about mm-hmm. that uh, and this was one of them where so they have the French vocab tape cassette playing in the incinerator yeah so they all walk in and it's still playing and it's like um it's i don't know je, voud, je voudrais un book or something it was like that and then mm-hmm. so anyway and they, they get burnt to a crisp and then they they break out again and you just see bet midler in the freedom, like stalking again doing the walk like mm-hmm. that really pissed off walk and they're just all singed and, and burnt and she mm-hmm. goes je vois un livre and she's just reciting french and it's just <laughs> so funny i love it <laughs> Hello, I want my book. Bonjour, je veux mon livre. Right, let's get to drinking games because I have a lot. Yeah, I've got so.
0: one that actually um, kind of links in with that. So you talked about all the times that they they didn't get modern technology. Well, there are a few times where they did. Uh-huh. So my drinking game is drink whenever they make a reference that they shouldn't get. Okay. Or understand something that somebody says that they shouldn't get. They're, they're not too far off understanding what a bus is. They got on this bus and they talked to this bus driver and then eventually he says, oh, it's the end of the line. And then it's like, oh, okay, bye. Mm-hmm. How do they know what end of the line means? Well, yeah. There were others. I have got. I didn't get any better examples, but there's plenty.
1: Well, there was, there was even more that they didn't understand, though. Like They didn't know what a well, road thought, was. Yeah, was they did the joke, isn't it? Yeah, of course, yeah. but uh, Yeah, I mean, you can't just have them constantly being surprised by everything. That would be, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Obviously, one of the things that I loved most as a kid was when they ride off, and Winnie gets the broom, and I think so Jessica Park gets a mop, yeah, and then um, Kathy and Jimmy gets a vacuum cleaner, yeah. And, and <laughs> that it was really good. That's a really good scene, especially when she when she starts flying, she kind of has to fling it. It really looks like she smacks herself in the vagina really hard. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like that hurts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that was deliberate or not. If she was just a total pro and she carried on going, or if that was the, the gag. But uh, yeah, yeah. So, one of my first ones, speaking of uh, vagina punching, is um, <laughs> drink whenever this film gets curiously dark for a children's movie. Such as when? Well, this movie opens with a child being murdered. The well, first, yeah, scene, yeah, yeah, the first scene of this movie is infanticide. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, and then there's also the cat gets run over, which is quite graphic. Like. Yeah, I did think that was very graphic. Yeah. Educational? Yeah, How okay. so? Just, well, this is what happens when a cat gets run over. It, it
0: happens. Animals die. True. Kid, kids what? should know that. yet yeah, their pets are going to die at some point. Everyone's going to die.
1: Well, that's we're all going to die. Well, that's very bleak. Harry, thank you for that. But yeah, there's that. There's the <laughs> oh, um, tough week. Yes. Every week, I think mean, you're just having a tough life right now. <laughs> um, and then there's the zombie. The zombie as well. I remember as a kid that bit where he cuts his mouth open. I remember find, finding that really freaky mm-hmm. as well. It just has lots of. I don't know. The whole plot of it hinges on like killing children, which I think is. I love that. I love a dark. <laughs> I love a dark. I don't really I, <laughs> really, love, I didn't know that about you. Yeah, I like love dark killing, killing children. children. Yeah, I love killing. But no, I love a dark movie. I love like a dark children's movie and yeah. I love that this film has so many like little dark elements to it but mm-hmm. is still very broad and very cartoony in other ways. So. Mm. Hide Hi, the child. Hi, the child. Oh, child.
0: Oh, oh, him. Oh, there be no witches here sir ah. Don't get on oh. the color a twist <laughs> We are just three. Hide the old. Kitty ladies. Uh, Think at home? The lives of lost children? Okay, so another drinking game. Um, drink on product placement.
1: What did you notice? This is one of your old reliables, I know.
0: Well, it was, there was definitely a Coke in there. Was mm-hmm. Lots of Nike. Yeah, Nike.
1: Nike? Oh God, the trainers. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That was the big one, I think, because his shoes were like a big plot point, were they? Really. Yeah. Lots of like close-up shots on of the shoes. I feel like there were some snacks as well, like a lot of party snacks. And yeah, things. there were. There were food yeah. snacks. Mm. Well, this is a Disney movie, of course, it's gonna be full of product placement.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize it was Disney, but mm-hmm. yeah. product placement did not fit in this at all.
1: Yeah, I thought. I've seen it done worse.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love that product placement, though. So mm. I found it so funny. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: all yeah. Exactly. If you do it cleverly, then it's it can add to a film in many look! Is the
0: chocolate-covered finger of a man named Clark? Mm, mm,
1: mm, mm, drink whenever a teenager in this film is clearly being played by an adult
0: <laughs> sure sure okay so who
1: I mean Alison was in her early 40s I think the bullies were clearly in their 30s yeah they
0: were great <laughs> <laughs> um, Just... so i gonna look some of these up so Max right now we're 24 years after this okay um, he's 41 so he was 15 Oh, okay, fair. 17? 17. 17, fine, cool. 17. Vanessa Shaw is 41, so the same age. She was
1: 15. My God, 90s fashion did nothing for her. I, I would have said she was like 28 um, if she was a day. 17, but yeah. 17, fine. I would so, have... uh, yeah. Okay, I stand
0: corrected. Eat your words, John assumed...
1: Lucas. Well, I guess that's a very sober drinking game around, but I just assume they were all being played by 40 year olds.
0: Drink whenever Thackeray Binks is clearly CGI. <laughs> was not well... CGI? Or was it puppetry? I think it. Was, I think it was a mixture of th-
1: mixture of two. Did was CGI particularly advanced in 1994?
0: No, but there were bits there where it definitely was not. A
1: no, true. Yeah. Well, yeah. I love it. I think it was just like animatronic. Though it looked a lot like the cat from the Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, my might said that, wouldn't
0: yeah. it? Let's look this up too. You, you, you may, keep
1: you keep talking. it okay, may have been the same cat. Who knows? We'll see what else you up to then? Uh, drink whenever Max gets virgin shamed.
0: Oh, that's the one I meant to do, but I forgot that. <laughs> how, how, oh, how, everybody being so mean. Wait, you're a virgin? Yeah. What? A virgin? Yeah. You're, you, a virgin, a virgin. Yeah. It's just way too much. It's like,
1: he's like 15. Yeah. Like, is it that common? It's, it's fine. Yes, yeah, it's, it's normal. Yeah. yeah. normal. All hallowed
0: Eve the moon is around, a virgin will summon us from under the ground. black flame candle, made from the fat of a hangman. (laughs) Legend says that on a full moon, it will raise the spirits of the dead when lit by a virgin on Halloween night. Hmm. So let's light the sucker and meet the old broads. What happened? A virgin lit the candle.
1: So for three centuries, I guarded the house on All Hallows' Night, when I knew some airhead virgin might light that candle.
0: Nice going, airhead.
1: Hey, look, I'm sorry, okay?
0: I broke into the old Sanderson house, and I brought the witches back from the dead. And he's a virgin.
1: Come here. Are you a virgin? Yeah.
0: Really? Look, I'll get a tattoo on my forehead,
1: okay? Thackeray Binks, what took thee so long? I'm sorry, Emily. I had to wait 300 years for a virgin to light a candle.
0: Okay, well, um, I've looked at this cat. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is the same cat, but there's a lot of videos on here of Thackeray Binks from Hocus Pocus versus Salem from Sabrina Teenage Witch. A lot of verses going on, different fights and stuff. Oh, okay. Like who would win? Yeah. <laughs> There's, I, I don't want to see this. There's also an article, The Cat from Hocus Pocus, Then and Now. What? I don't want to see that. I'm not clicking on that. <laughs> that's, just
1: got, that's got to just be a corpse, surely. It's 24 years. Oh, like, that... Just a skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's the, vo- the guy who did the voice.
0: No, no, it says The Cat from... Oh, okay. That's so. got to be like a funny or die thing. It must be. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But still. <laughs> great. I love it.
1: <laughs> okay, great. Drink for fabulous musical numbers. Yeah. Yeah, they were pretty
0: good. i really enjoyed mm. that one at the end where they're casting a spell on stage.
1: Oh, yeah. I put the I put a spell in. Yeah, that's yeah. clearly the restaurant. Yeah. And Bette Midler still does that on her tours. Really? Yeah. <laughs> which I love because she's had a huge career. She's had, like, number one records and loads and loads of movies, Oscar nominations, etc. Mm-hmm. And she always says, like, this is her favourite film she's ever done. Mm-hmm. She's very loyal to it. I'll show you a picture when we go off. Uh, she actually went last Halloween. She went to some Halloween Hollywood party as... Winifred Sanderson. Of course. She, who, yeah. who else can she go at? Exactly, but I thought it was, it was fab. It was so amazing. I
0: feel like it's the ultimate Halloween costume. It is, yeah. Yeah. 100%. What are you going as for Halloween this year? Winifred Sanderson. Okay. <laughs> good, good. What are you going on? With? Same. Hello, Taylor.
1: And also obviously Sir Jessica Parker's Come Little Children, I'll Take You Away song, which I was obsessed with as a kid. That was, obsessed. That was creepy. It's very creepy I don't know why yeah. But, yeah. but it has this weird like lullaby quality. Like as a kid I used to play yeah. all the time, like uh, don't
0: you? you just go to sleep to that every night or something. I kind of did, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I genuinely had the soundtrack. Like <laughs> Is that all of them oh drink whenever for for a birch is a real pain in the arse yeah oh my god <laughs> such an annoying child yeah
0: <laughs> also she wearing lipstick through this i feel like she was yeah what? i feel like there was a lot of absent parenting yeah the yeah those parents were they were just getting drunk
1: yeah well fair enough when the party happens there's a spell on them so they can't mm. but oh yeah he, he gets a lot of responsibility put on him to go kind of look after his little sister like it feels mm. like he's really the main parent in that situation mm-hmm. I feel very distracted. But then that's it.
0: Well, I mean, the parents weren't expecting some witches to come and a z- the zombie apocalypse to happen. Well, nobody
1: expects the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be prepared for
0: these things. Exactly. What do you think of the, the, uh, the zombie in this?
1: Oh, Billy. Mm. Yeah, he was fun. Like I said, I found him quite scary as a child. Now right. he's just funny. Yeah. yeah. But it was, It's the mouth thing, the ripping of the mouth. Just I don't know why. It just triggered me a little bit when I was a kid for some reason. Mm. But no, he's funny. I mean, he's not the best, you know... He's not the most interesting character. You've got, mm-hmm. When you've got Bette Midler and Caffeine to Jimmy and Sarah Jessica Parker, nobody's excited about the zombie.
0: I feel like his, his characteristics took a massive turn when he suddenly
1: opened his mouth. Yeah. Like he became a responsible adult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he became like a caregiver, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was the absent father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he was kind of, I mean, that was the joke, but he was like running around chasing them. Or was he just trying to give them a hug? And then it's, it's only when he speaks, he suddenly develops a conscience. Mm, yeah. I mean, that's one of the best punchlines of the film. where he rips it up and then he just goes, You witch! Yeah. Like, Go to hell. <laughs> I've been there, thank you. I found it quite lovely. I thought, like. Witch. You buck tooth, mop right firefly from
0: <laughs> hell! <sighs> I've waited centuries to say that. I'll oh, say what you want, just don't breathe on me.
1: quite lovely <laughs> See, oh, yeah it's just that middle just makes every line she mm-hmm. just, I'd I like to think half her lines are ad-libbed it just it feels like so off the cuff a lot of what she does she's mm-hmm. yeah brilliant brilliant yeah those are all my drinking games cool
0: should we move on to um, alternative readings yeah sure
1: so hocus pocus cats versus zombies very good that mm-hmm. sounds like a video game t- in the making mm-hmm. cats versus zombies <laughs> I would be on the side of the zombies <laughs> <laughs> Hocus Pocus, black magic makes Sir Jessica Parker look sexy. Mm, mm. <laughs> Hocus Pocus, the
0: three older ladies will do anything to feel young again.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Mm. Hocus Pocus, infanticide and virgin shaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hocus Pocus,
0: three kids harass three menopausal older women.
1: Yeah, they do break into their house, like, really. Yeah. I, I mean, there's definitely a version of this film in which they're the good guys. Or well, not the good guys, but certainly, like, from their perspective, mm. which maybe we'll get to. And uh, my last one, Hocus Pocus, Absent Parents and Desperate Virgins. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Lovely. All right. Yeah. so we get to it? Yes. Yeah, so let's get to some sequels. So is it me this week first? Yeah, you first. Cool. So mine is a, it's a direct sequel. Yeah. And it is called Hocus Pocus 2 Fresh Out the Coven. Fresh Out the Coven. As in coven, you know, which is coven. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And fresh Out the Oven. I got that bit. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So if you cast your mind back to last week yes. uh, we did a sequel to The Witches of Eastwick or yes. I did a sequel to The Witches of Eastwick in which I basically posited that all I wanted from that film was more mm-hmm. and I feel exactly the same on this film, mm-hmm. all I just want is more fabulous witches, more of the same more of the same, yeah Okay. so, I thought let's do a little crossover Oh. so, this film picks up at the end of my sequel to The Witches of Eastwick oh, I feel like you're doing a me now yeah a little Craig, bit so I'm, creating little a, I'm creating my little witchy universe we yeah. may come back to it uh-huh. um so yeah listeners if you haven't listened to our witches of eastwick episode i encourage you to go back and listen to that to pick up the some context for this mm-hmm. but long story short that film brought together the original trio from witches of eastwick which is Cher, susan sarandon and michelle pfeiffer mm-hmm. with the cast of ghostbusters leslie jones Kristen wig and melissa mccarthy as like a next generation of witches
0: you know, bringing in these three as well Yes. This is turning into a big film.
1: This film is crowded, yeah. All right. Okay. It's going to be
0: expensive. Yeah. But, um, I feel like you're good with crowded,
1: though. Yeah, yeah, I've done it before.
0: Mm-hmm. So that one where you
1: got Denzel Washington to play about 12 different people. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe nobody made that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so in that film, the original trio did battle with their own sons, who were played by the Hemsworth brothers, Yeah, yeah. Who, who were romancing these three Younger witches, which is Kristen Wiig, Leslie Jones, and Melissa McCarthy. And then all the six witches have just got to be fabulous together. And the ten West brothers got turned into gerbils. Yeah. Yeah. So that's happened. So this film picks up at the end of that. The satanic sons have been safely transformed into harmless gerbils. Mm -hmm. Uh, The six witches have got a lot of free time, just hanging out, being fabulous, doing sexual lounging in their mansion, which they like to do. Yeah. But they've got a lot of free time now. So they decide to start a support group for unfairly vilified witches. Right. Okay. Right. They feel like witches are getting a bad name. When it's yeah. really all the always the men's fault really. It's the devils who do all the dirty work. So, I think we're going to open with like a scene setting montage where we're going to get characters like maybe maybe Angelica Houston can come back as her character as the witch from The Witches. Mm-hmm. and maybe Helena Bonham Carter can be Bella Sixth Lestrange I wonder if we're going to be any Harry Potter characters in this yeah, yeah 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 so I like the idea of like a bunch of like you know how Toy Story brings in other franchises all the time yeah. like, I like the idea of like just all of the, these witches sat around in a like sharing circle sharing stories about how they were right. their story was told you know how they were vilified unfairly basically mm-hmm. so they're just sharing their tales it's like a 12 step group for witches mm-hmm. uh, so I think that could be pretty funny so anyway the, the women are doing some research and one of them let's say Kristen Wiig it doesn't matter reads about a coven of witches called the Sanderson Sisters mm-hmm. who were hanged in 1693 in a town called Salem and then were rumoured to have been revived only to be killed again 400 years later, back in 1993. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 300, they de- 300, but sure. Okay, that, one, that was good maths. That was that was correct. <laughs> Fair, fine. They were revived and killed again 300 years later. Mm-hmm. So they decided that this was clearly a case of anti-witch hysteria. Yeah. So on Halloween 2017, they travelled to Salem and cast a spell to revive the sisters. So the so obviously this means that Bette Midler, Kathy Jimmy, and Sir Jessica Parker are back, 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 are oh, back, 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 back. Right. Back, okay. Back. But unfortunately, obviously, it turns out they genuinely were child murdering Satan worshippers. You know, yeah. There's no two ways about it. They were evil. Like so. Unlike the witches of Eastwick, who were weren't evil people, they were just people with powers who got kind of seduced by the dark side. Mm-hmm. These 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 are actual evil witches. Mm-hmm. But the Eastwick Coven are determined not to give up on this. They're not just going to send them back to hell. So instead of killing them, they decide to tr- attempt to rehabilitate them and try to see if they can put them on the straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. So they're like, look, we've brought you back permanently now. now there's no black flame candle burning else or anything. There's no there's no ticking clock here. Mm-hmm. So you don't actually need to go around sucking the lives as of little children anymore. Right? If you And if you want to look younger, you know, there's this fabulous thing called Botox now. Um, so yeah, seriously, no no, no, infanticide required. Mm-hmm. So the Sanderson sisters are resistant to this, obviously, but mm-hmm. they do realise that they're clearly outnumbered. There's six to three here. Mm-hmm. So they're outnumbered and outgunned. So Winifred decides to kind of play along with this. But obviously it's just a ruse because she's Winifred. Mm-hmm. And, you know nobody wants to see a movie about Bette Midler being nice. Like, that's not a movie anyone wants to see. Nice yeah. is not her raison d'etre. So. Very true. Yeah. So I'm not sure exactly what's going to go down at this point, but I'm guessing they all decamp back to Eastwick and mm. live in the mansion together and maybe they, the good witches are trying to teach the Sanderson sisters how to kind of adapt to the modern world without killing children. Mm-hmm. Obviously there needs to be some conflict. I, I need to see a lot of Bette Midler and Cher kind of throwing shade at each other. Yeah. Because why have they not been in a film?
0: Oh yeah. I want to I see them do like a like a dance off or something
1: yeah well i did look on youtube they've never been in a film together yeah. but they did back in the 70s i think bet midler appeared on Cher's variety tv show she had at the time mm-hmm. and they sang a song called trashy ladies together right where they're both wearing like nightgowns and basques and kind of like just and big hair and feather bowers and just singing about fabulous women it's amazing so <laughs> yeah, i want more of that we're gonna sing about the trashy ladies we're gonna talk about So, I definitely <laughs> yeah. want some kind of song and dance number to happen at some point. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're having some kind of spell off. Mm. Also, to address the fact that Cher did not sing it, which is a split, which I'm still not happy about. Um, but at some point, obviously, Cher has to slap Bet Midler across the face and say, SNAP OUT OF IT! <laughs> Classic Cher line. Yeah, yeah. I'm in love with you. Snap out of it! Yeah, and I'm just imagining lots of like hilarious hijinks where maybe the Sanders and sisters are secretly murdering loads of local children and kind of trying to hide the bodies. and then... what, Like an addiction? Yeah. Okay. They, they, they're addicted to killing children. That is their addiction. Okay. Yeah. So, and then they're trying to hide the bodies and then they're just unconvincingly claiming that they're increasingly youthful appearances because the more children they kill the younger they look. Mm-hmm. They're just going to claim that that's just down to Botox and Pilates. Mm-hmm. They're just really embracing the modern world. How old are they all looking now? Well, exactly. I mean, Bette Midler is seventy, I think.
0: No, I mean, in this part of your film.
1: Well, well, I guess the, well, I guess that when they come back from the dead, they look old. Mm-hmm. Like they've been brought back, but they, you've got to account for the fact that Bette Midler is seventy. I think Kathy Najim Jimmy's probably in her fifties. True,
0: but the CGI
1: now you can just de age someone. Well, that's what we might do, mm. you know, as it goes along. But initially, I think they should be old. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and you Sarah Jessica Park is in her late eighties at this point. So. <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, I hope she's listening. Yeah, I'm sure she is. <laughs> <laughs> She's got nothing better to do. <laughs> uh, so after some time, the Sanderson sisters, while they're going around killing children and trying to pretend they're not killing children and mm-hmm. getting younger and younger, uh, some after a while they discover the, the secret room where the Hemsworth brothers, who, as we remember, are gerbils, mm-hmm. are being kept. Mm-hmm. So obviously the gerbils still have enough satanic power that Winifred can kind of figure out who they were. She senses who they are. Mm. And she uses her powers to turn them back into humans. Mm-hmm. So now we've got the Hemsworth brothers back in this film as well. It's an increasingly crowded cast. Yeah, very. Yeah. So each of the three Sanderson sisters now has their own Hemsworth brothers to play with, to be fun. <laughs> and between the six of them, the Sanderson sisters, the Hemsworth brothers, they manage to overpower the six good witches and lock them in the basement while they engage in an orgy of evil.
0: Just checking, weren't the, um, the Ghostbusters crew, weren't they getting with the Hemsworths in the last episode? So were they jealous at this
1: point? They were, yeah. Well, yeah, but they, they were being seduced by the Hemsworths, but then they they also understood that the Hemsworths were, e- were evil. So it's kind of like the temptation. Mm-hmm. But no, they, once the Sanderson sisters bring the Hemsworth back, the Hemsworths don't trust them. They just immediately, basically all six of them, just immediately get kind of like overpowered and locked in the basement, basically. Sure. So, yeah, it's just moving the plot around, moving around. <laughs> so once they locked the six, which is in the basement, the Sanderson sisters and the Hemsworth brothers engage in an orgy of evil.
0: Is it an orgy where it's just like everybody's together or are they pairing off? Like...
1: I think it's just a full-on or like anything goes orgy. Okay, sure. Just imagine three Hemsworths, Bette Midler, Kathy and a Jimmy, Sarah Jessica Parker, just limbs are flying. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't watch that? <laughs> the Hemsworth parents. True, maybe not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're loss. Um... <laughs> anyway, so they're doing all this evil stuff and it culminates in a loud crack of thunder and the doors of the mansion fly open mm. to reveal Jack Nicholson. Oh, okay, and he's like, "Hello, boys. Daddy's home." <laughs> <laughs> and he's what, like, 90 now? Yeah, he's, he's he's 90, but you know, he's been in he's been cast into hell for like decade. He's gonna look True. a bit rough. Yeah, yeah, he's Jack Nicholson. He can he can style it out. He can put anything off. Yeah, yeah exactly. That, so then he joins in mm-hmm. in the orgy, and then the orgy becomes kind of a big satanic house party mm-hmm. where I think they're gonna have like evil karaoke. So you can have- <laughs> evil karaoke yeah I want more songs I want lots and lots of songs okay have you written some songs no but just, well I guess they just do all the classics like well they, they already did I a spell on you so maybe they yeah. could do Total Eclipse of the Heart maybe the monster match is too obvious uh, maybe they just do lots of Taylor Swift I don't know sure okay yeah. they all sing Taylor Swift together they all sing Taylor Swift songs together yeah so, <laughs> I'm feeling 22 kill another child yes really. <laughs> alright Yeah. Yeah, so evil karaoke. Mm-hmm. They form an evil conga line. I <laughs> just, cha- 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 I'm just imagine conga, but evil. And again, I want I want to see Jack Nicholson and Beth Midler congaing, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and they play a v- evil version of Cards Against Humanity. Right. <laughs> in which everything they come up with actually happens. Okay. Right. Okay, I, yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So that's going on. Meanwhile, down in the basement. Cher and Co are kind of trying to figure out what the next move should be. Mm-hmm. And Kristen Wiggs kind of like, it's hopeless. It's utterly, utterly hopeless. We're all trapped down here and there's nobody left who can save the town. Mm-hmm. And then Cher says, no, I need to find my Cher again. No, 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 no. I'm struggling. <laughs> I don't have the range today. I don't think I've ever heard Cher say No. <laughs> <laughs> has she never ever said no know, she's, she's never said no to a movie never said no to an album, never said no to a movie. no no how's yeah. that, that
0: yeah,
1: sound no there is another there, there is another no there is another no no no, no I've you, lost you, it I've you, lost you, it you, no <clears throat> I've lost my voice I'm legit losing my voice no there is another I'll, no there is Is there another
0: another sentence that could get you into (laughs) this? I'm struggling with the sentence, yeah. Just from this, doesn't need to be related to this story?
1: Oh, I see. An entry into share. Yeah. Well, obviously, snap out of it. Snap out of it. No, there's another. There we go. No, there's another. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was great. Any more? (laughs) (laughs) I'm spent now. Okay. Let's quit while we're ahead. (laughs) So then the good witches all link hands. And cast a summoning spell mm-hmm. from the basement. Upstairs, the evil is still in full swing. Still evil is still going strong. Okay. And there's another crack of thunder, and the door flies open again. And now instructs. Any guesses?
0: Oh man, um, who's in a witch's of Eastwick? Oh, this is, this is someone new. Oh. oh well, Let's be fair, good. this is a very open question. Yeah. So so <laughs> Guess a person. Guess a uh, name a person. Anybody. Well there's Me. The, there is a yeah. <laughs>
1: Yes, I'm, I'm making a last minute substitution. <laughs> uh, no, there is there is a logic to this. There is an internal logic to this choice, though. So there's a clap of thunder, the doors burst open, gale of wind, in struts, Madonna. Oh, there we go. Because you've got Cher, yeah. you've got Bette Midler, yeah. Now you've got Madonna. Yeah. I mean, preferring Kylie, you've got the greatest film ever made. Like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I think I don't think Kylie Minogue could play a, like a witch. She's too nice. Maybe she could be like a handmaid... She could easily play a witch. Do you think? She's, she's so nice, though. A nice witch? Well, she could, uh, she could play one of the good witches. Mm. Maybe she's in the support group at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nate, no, you, no, you can't put her in a support
0: group and then not have her come in for the end of the film for the, the closing number or something.
1: Well, maybe we do. You know, we're writing this together. It's a collaborative thing. So. Okay. Yeah, okay. So Callie Minogue was in the intro scene. Maybe she was like using the dark arts to keep her bum firm or something. <laughs> and she was confused. Con- confessing about it Uh but she's not got a major role but the point is madonna Mm. madonna comes in she struts in she goes hello daryl obviously jack's character (laughs) is daryl van horn (laughs) she's doing she's full-on fake english madonna remember Mm -hmm. madonna got a fake english jackson i remember that That was a good time good times i miss those days Mm. because from my perspective up until that point you always heard about sexual fantasies and uh, and you always saw women objectified sexually but always from a man's point of view. And I thought it was about time that it came from a woman's point of view. So the backstory here is that she is the ultimate high witch or something. Okay. Uh, I've not really got a whole lot of like backstory into this. I thought but... going
0: to say that she is Madonna and that's why she knows the devil or something.
1: Well, maybe it's both. Maybe Madonna is also a witch that we don't know about and that's how she kept her career going for so long because uh-huh. she used the dark arts to always stay relevant. Ah, uh, smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the, the backstory is basically there that she is a witch, the greatest witch of all, also maybe a pop diva, mm-hmm. but she's essentially on the side of good. She's right. not evil. Yeah. Now, we can't give her too much dialogue because I don't know if you've ever seen a Madonna movie. Have you? No,
0: she was in James Bond that one time, but that's not Dying it. of a Day,
1: yeah. Well, I think the reason Madonna hasn't been in many movies is Madonna can't act. Okay. She's been in a few and she is uniformly terrible. Okay. She's okay in a Vita, but then she only has to sing in a Vita. Sure. Or anything else, yeah. So we're going to keep dialogue to a minimum. But basically her main purpose in this scene is to throw down with jack nicholson mm. i want to see the two of them have a like just full-on like f- spell casting and physical fight i think mean, that'd be really funny mm-hmm. okay in fact after a little bit of fighting among themselves i think they should both turn into giant animatronic rat monsters like the like jack the D- <laughs> D- D- end of witches of eastwick okay yeah and I am picturing it as like a Japanese monster movie style thing, like you know, King Kong that's versus Godzilla. Yeah, just like Madonna, too, yeah. Madonna versus Jack, just giant virgin yeah. like, wah, 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 like a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So yeah, songs that's
0: As long as they both keep their hairstyles.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's happening. What what hairstyle? Madonna's had so many. Just just one just one that
0: looks like Madonna, but oh, if, so, so b- b- if she's a giant animatronic rat with a Madonna hairstyle.
1: Oh okay, maybe she's a giant animatronic rat with like a pointy bra. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or, okay. Some of a class or in like a leotard, some classic Madonna look. Mm. Yeah. So, anyway, in the confusion, so they're fighting, you know, causing loads of chaos because they're like giant, you know, 20 foot, 30 foot monsters. Mm. In the confusion, the good witches escape from the basement mm-hmm. and join in the battle. Uniting their powers, they manage to turn the Hemsworths back into gerbils and banish Jack back to hell with mm-hmm. Madonna's help. And then the mansion comes crashing down on top of the Sanderson sisters. Mm. And in a kind of homage to the Wizard of Oz, All we see is Bette Midler's feet just sticking out of the wreckage of the house. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where the movie ends. So Madonna goes back onto her world tour, having, you know, saved the world. (laughs) Okay. And the Eastwick Coven decide that maybe some witches just are evil after all. Mm -hmm. So uh, they're not going to revive any more dead witches. And the film ends with them walking away from the wreckage of the the Eastwick mansion. Mm -hmm. Although, of course, there has to be a post-credits scene. So the final kicker is, obviously, post-credits, we just see a close-up of Winifred's foot sticking out of the wreckage mm. and then it twitches and then boom movie ends <laughs>
0: <laughs> great i will be back even before the post credit scene you left that very open yeah 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 but mm. I just wanted to give it suspiciously a open
1: yeah yeah like, I may welcome back to this world again mm-hmm. you know so, so any questions <laughs> no
0: I'm just looking forward to when it returns yeah in <laughs> whatever film that's going to be
1: maybe it'll be the third part of our Halloween trilogy depends what the third movie is yeah yeah we'll see mm-hmm Alright. So, mine's called Game of Hocus Pocus. Game of Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. I might assume there's some kind of Game of Thrones crossover happening here. 100%. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, is Melisandre in it? Was that the Red Witch? The Red the, the Red Woman, yeah. Yeah, she's pretty much the only person who's not in it. Really? Yeah. I was just thinking I wish Melisandre, had done Melisandre in in the opening scene for mine now. She would have been like, I just keep I just... Unless
0: unless you can find a place for for her to go, like this is
1: very open. Okay, I'm going to consider that my mission. Yeah. Okay. on, okay. continue. So I mentioned that
0: this is essentially some kind of Game of Thrones charity special, you know, like a the <laughs> Need sort of thing. Oh, okay, cool. So is with, it being
1: played for laughs? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Sort of
0: thing. And they just get all the, all the main cast and they all just do Hocus Pocus. Okay. So mainly we're just going to talk about casting here. Three. Oh, witches, so this is a
1: remake, so it's not. There's no Bet Midler in this. No. Oh man. Okay. Okay. Sorry, but uh, it's a good reason. You you used bet Midler fairly well.
0: Okay. Cool. So the three witches. Who have I cast? Well, surely Melisandra is going to play. um because nah, I feel like she's a nothing character. So, Three Witches have cast Cersei. Okay,
1: yeah. As. Yeah, Bette... like it like, yeah. it, like it, like it. As Bette Midler. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Daenerys. Mm hmm. As Sergius Kapaka. Yeah. Yeah, cool. She's she's clever and she flies. Same yeah yeah. And uh, Marjorie tyrell Oh, Natalie Dormer mm. as Kathy um, and Jimmy. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. What's that, what's that face? My only question is because, like, obviously, the, you've got your big bad boss bitch, which is yeah, that Cersei's perfect. Uh-huh. You've got your prettier blondie younger one, mm-hmm. which is the you know, Clark is perfect for. Mm-hmm. Like, as much as I like Natalie Dormer, like I feel like the other one has to be like a plus size person. I know that that's the kind of the, the, the thing. You've got the older one, you've got the sexy one, you've got the kind of the curvy one. Who do you cast instead? Then are there any fat people in Game of Thrones? Like, apart from so well, there's, well. Chubby, there's chubby Man. yeah, yeah. Um, it's not not a really Body positive TV show for women, isn't it? Not massively, no. There's no, like, I mean, Brienne of Tarth is tall, but she's not like she's cur- tall. She's
0: tall and well built, but she's not she's not
1: curvy. No, no. God, I, that's true. In seven seasons, I don't think they've had a single plus size woman in the show, have they? Like any in any kind of role. That's terrible. Shame on you, Game of Thrones.
0: They must have done. I mean, but even then, still not in a big role, clearly. No, yeah, clearly. Oh. Mm. oh. Already negative now. Anyway, well, okay. So we found, we, found a, we found a problem Game
1: of Thrones But okay, fine. Natalie Dormer, she's cool. Uh, she's she would be a good witch because she is she's a good schemer. She's got that good look. She's got that amazing there was amazing eyebrows. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah, cool. Okay, I buy it. so Natalie Dormer, Amelia Clarke, and Lena Headey are a trio of witches. Love yes. it.
0: Yeah. So it's going to play largely scene for scene of the Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So same plot and everything. So we'll start off like three three hundred years in the past. Mm-hmm. And let's assume that it's the same characters, but in, like, this real world, kind of. What do you mean? As in 2017. Oh,
1: so they're revived like, today. Okay. Yeah, kind of. We'll get to that. We'll okay.
0: Any of this can change, if okay. you think it should.
1: Well, I was thinking it'd be co- cool to have it set in Westeros. Okay, well, there's one problem I've got with that, which we'll get to. Okay.
0: So, Thackeray. Is that his name? Thackeray? The cat?
1: Thackeray Binks, yeah. Thack- Thackeray Binks! No. <laughs> that well, name's due a comeback, I think. How well, imagine you call
0: your kid Thackeray. Oh, God, it's
1: horrible. <laughs> Great name for a cat. Yeah.
0: Well, he's clearly Theon. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah that's good. good casting. Obviously, his sister is his sister.
1: Yeah. Okay, so they get get rid of her pretty early. Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, she's kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was
0: also trying to think who's a brother and sister in... Yeah, well, there's, there's the obvious one, but you've already used, yes. so yeah. Right. Probably used half of that. Okay. See, so we start with an opening of those two getting captured by three witches. Okay. The sister... Getting, oh, what's her name? Oh, uh, Yara Greyjoy? Yara, yeah. Yara Greyjoy? Yeah. So Yara gets the life sucked out of her. Okay. And Theon gets turned into, uh, what I thought, a direwolf? Or does that not really make sense?
1: It's a little bit, I guess it's thematically good for Game of Thrones, but it's kind of a little bit too cool. Too cool? Yeah, like who wouldn't want to be turned into a direwolf? It's not really a punishment. Fair. Maybe just turn him into like a, well, he's called Reek, so you think like a rat or, or are there any animals that are like famously like, don't have genitals? I'm trying to think of that I can't think of anything. Maybe like a rat, like a giant rat or something. Giant rat. Giant rat. Yeah. Normal size rat. Normal size rat. Okay, fine. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So they turn him into a rat, and uh, they then get caught by the villagers.
1: Okay.
0: Who I think are just normal villagers. I don't know. Execution scene, which is led by the High Sparrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, great! Cool. Um, and then the executor is just one of the Dothraki. Okay. Um, I've got Karl Drogo coming back in another role, so. Okay. Is there another famous Dothraki? Or... No
1: one. There's there's a couple that pop up like as Daenerys's loyal servants, but none that are that memorable. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, fine. So fine, a Dothraki. Fine. Yeah. Oh it can't be are you have you done anything with the guy who get who's in love with Daenerys, not a Dothraki, but her, the one who gets to grayscale? Yeah. Is he coming about is he coming up later? Yeah. Okay, fine.
0: So cut to three hundred years later. Okay. We're in some kind of a classroom mm-hmm. with uh well John Snows, obviously Max.
1: Okay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, can it be? Can it be doing like biology or something? He puts his hand up to answer a question. And the teacher goes, "You know nothing, Johnson. Y- yes, <laughs> yes. There we go. <laughs> and can the, have you used Rose Leslie? Pun? Have you used Rose Leslie? Can she be the teacher? Well, he's gonna have a gonna have a love interest. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Fair. Fine. 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 So someone else can say it. So, e- so Ygr is going to be
0: another student in his class.
1: Okay, so she's Al- our Alison Allison, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Um, I had the teacher as uh, the grandmeister. Oh, Picel. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um I thought that made sense, yeah, really. Yeah. yeah, so he shows himself as a nerd but still has the confidence to say, eh, here's my number in front of the whole class. Mm-hmm. By the way, what a legend.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that works. I couldn't figure out whether well, he was it didn't supposed work, to be it no. initially. But I couldn't figure out whether he was supposed to be like a nerd or cool. Like, yeah, it was, it was weird a weird mix of the two.
0: Yeah, because it felt like he was cooler than all the other kids. And then maybe the bullies were a couple of years older, so that made him yeah. a nerd in their eyes.
1: True, yeah, but if yeah, it generally felt like he wasn't like a classic nerd or like a classic cool kid. He kind of fell in between. It was mm-hmm. Interesting, but God, I think I know who Thor Birch is going to be. Who? I'm guessing Arya's back. Has to be, yeah. Yeah. Who
0: else? dudes. Yeah, it's not going to be Sansa. No, it's not. So the next scene he's out wandering about when he comes across these two bullies played by... the bu- Who played two bullies? All right, don't... <laughs> don't, <laughs> pa- don't pass. It's not going to get blue then. Like, don't, don't pass out. Um, two bullies. I was thinking, here are two sort of big, brutish, quite people who actually sort of come as a pair a little bit.
1: Oh, is it the Hound and the... Um, and the Mountain, The yes. Mountain, yeah. Good, good, good. Now uh, they are scary bullies. They are Are, are, they, also, are these characters all playing teenagers? Uh, yeah, but like it's a comet relief sort of thing. No, I love Just, it. I love it, yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want the hound in like a, a backwards, backwards baseball <laughs> cap. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and bomb a bomber jacket. Like. Nike trainers. Yeah, yeah. Gotta be some product placement. <laughs> so
0: he like did to have it as they steal his sword, but yeah. is there something better that they could they could steal from him? He's Nike trainers. He's Nike trainers. Yeah. So still Jon Snow's Nike trainers. So he runs back to his parents. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Ned and Caitlin Stark. Yeah. Do you think being to come back for
1: something like this? sure yeah so sure. he, he says yes to most things true same as Cher yeah exactly I can't. I keep thinking <laughs> every time every time we discuss anyone who's not yet do, done a film with Cher I'm like why does not that person not done a film with Cher <laughs> Sure, being in Cher A lo, 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 love story I want to see it so
0: yeah uh, we've seen Ned and Caitlin having, having a bit of a talk just like oh why is not he wearing any shoes is he okay mm-hmm. we'll just leave him it's fine yeah
1: Hey, how was school? Sucked. Hey, hey, hey. Watch your language. can't believe you made me move here. Oh, he wasn't wearing any shoes. Well, must be some form of protest.
0: So he runs upstairs where he finds Aya playing in his room being really annoying, as she is in every bloody episode of Game of Thrones. <laughs> and he angrily plays the drums
1: or whatever. Okay. <laughs> that was a classic kind of angry yeah. teen trope. I'm going to play the drums. In the yeah. <laughs> I'm so cool.
0: <laughs> and he goes and grumpily sits on the stairs. He?
1: Yeah. Did you find yourself rooting for the bad guys in this film? Yeah. I, this is one of those yeah. films that I really wanted the bad guys to win.
0: Same. Yeah. So he has to take out your trick-or-treating, mm-hmm. which obviously he doesn't want to do because he's too cool for this. So he goes... Yeah. This, well, see, in the film, he went as what was it a rapper or something? His costume was a yeah, well, it was it was a rapper because like he had he had the cap on his glasses, and I said, oh, you shouldn't have your cap on sideways.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a very nineties Disney movie idea of what a rapper looks
0: like. Yeah. So, what would what was, what's a Game of Thrones cool person?
1: Oh, who's cool in Game of Thrones? Well, if you take it very literally, you could go as like a White Walker. <laughs> could do. They're not just cool; they're ice cold. I've got I've got them in a little, a little. Oh, there. okay. Oh, who are the cool kids in Game of Thrones? The Dothraki aren't really cool. The bully Bullies, the... Night's Watch? Yeah, the Night's Watch. Yeah.
0: He'll go as a crow then. He'll go as a crow. Fine, yeah. I'm
1: sure. Or maybe a member of the Brotherhood about banners? No, make him a Night's Watch. It's fine. Yep, he's a member of the Night's
0: Watch. Okay. So you can just like classic Jon Snow for the rest of the film. Yeah, great. Makes sense. Yeah. And uh, yeah, one thing leads to another. And him, Egret, and I uh, end up in a haunted house. Okay. Where, to look cool, Jon, who uh, turns out to be a virgin... Mm-hmm. Lights a
1: candle. oh okay.
0: This candle obviously brings back the three witches. So
1: say Daenerys and Marjorie. Are they going to be playing their Game of Thrones characters, or are they going to be playing? like I think at Midler? this point
0: they should all be playing the characters in Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Because I really want to see everybody dressed up as teenagers, and those three dressed up as old women.
1: Yeah, that'd be really good. Yeah. And I really want to see Lena Headey really like doing Betty Mitchell. I think she could yeah. be <laughs> really funny at that right? Yeah, she would be good. Yeah. And so have a glorious morning. Makes me sick. That could be a Cersei line. Yeah. You can so much yeah. Another glorious morning. Makes me sick. And then just takes like a big swig of wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: look. Another glorious morning. Makes me sick.
1: And we know that Amelia Clarke can be insufferably perky, because <laughs> that, that's basically her character in Me Before You. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so... Well, to get away from these new witches, he... What's well, the thing that I'm, I'm confused by, because he sets off the sprinklers and runs away. Yes. But obviously that can't happen, because it's Game of Thrones universe. So what can he do that can scare the witches away? So Run, we are cause, cause, Yeah, you wanted to set this in Westeros.
1: Yeah, oh, I see. So that's why you couldn't do it, because it was sprinklers. Mm. Um, maybe he... Maybe he says Dracarys oh yeah yeah it just but th- nothing thing. happens or maybe like it's just a flash of light or something and they think that it's... there's got to be a reason for them maybe, to, like, he, maybe
0: like he he says Drakaris, and then outside somebody knocks over some kind of flame or something
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's some kind of the, so, like, like a torch yeah he makes them think that yeah that they're being burnt alive and they, they panic and fall to the floor and he runs away yeah sure
0: that'll do it yeah. maybe he just shouts out of the window Drakaris. yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're, just, they're just coming yeah <laughs> 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 so they all uh, run away back to back to town I guess yeah, I and so that. the witches go to leave and they uh, come across this road or something and well there's, there's two people who have come to put out the fire caused by these dragons mm-hmm. who are Jura and Khal Drogo okay just throw them in okay fine for them to do but whatever
1: well maybe they just have some funny sexy time with them
0: sure meanwhile the kids have got to their graveyard and they've, and they've met up with Theon the, the rat the rat yeah
1: Oh, that's it, because he was, he was hiding in the...
0: He was in the house, yeah, so okay. I guess they ran away together.
1: They escaped into the sewers, that's what happened.
0: Yes, they escape into the sewers, eventually find their way to the graveyard, because it's a religious area or something. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Can't... Hallowed ground, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so the witches come, and they well, cause they can't touch the ground, they resurrect one of the dead, mm-hmm. which turns out to be Jamie Lannister. Especially oh,
1: ex-lover, I like it,
0: yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. Um, he'd be a good zombie, actually. He would play a good zombie, yeah. yeah. Uh, Is his also uh... sewn up? At this point, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, what happens from here? For some reason, the witches get a bus. Yeah. Why do they get a bus? Well, the kids escape, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Is this where the kids escape into the sewer? Because they jump into the tomb? Possibly, yeah. Yeah, it's something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, because Thackeray says, Ah, I've been hunting bison here for for years. Let's go in here.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, well, I guess they go into town and probably go to a Halloween party. Yeah. Um, In the meantime, the witches just get the bus into town. Yeah for whatever reason. Um, it's
1: Game of Thrones universe, though. Some guess it's like a horse and car. they got the horse
0: and car, which yeah. is driven by Littlefinger. Great, cool. Get he's him in he's just full-on flirting with them, yeah, as he does with everyone. Mm-hmm. That's the bus driver did. Yeah, And they get in, they go to the first house they see, leaving their brooms outside, which gets stolen by the sand
1: snakes. Cool, okay. Get. everyone's in this <laughs> yeah so many cameos i like it
0: yeah, so in this house there's the devil and like his mistress okay. so i cast tywin lannister yes thought he'd be good in some kind of devil outfit mm-hmm. his mistress i couldn't know think of any to be good i went with brienne of tarth it's a bit of a small role for.
1: If, if you've not used melisandre yet then surely oh yeah sure actually yeah yeah,
0: yeah. yeah that works really well yeah okay well I've, not, I've got nothing for brienne of tarth then we'll find something sure
1: yeah i running out of time have you got set anything for sansa uh, no i hate sansa how can you hate Sansa? She's the best one. She's awful. Really? Yeah. I really I, I've really liked her this so season. So annoying. Okay, continue. So annoying. I feel like she's had the best arc. <laughs> like she started really annoying, but now she's got really good. Sure. Uh
0: yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um so the witches are at the house for a bit. I don't know what it is that they're doing there. One of them's flirting with Time Lannister. Mm-hmm. I guess Daenerys is.
1: So is she under the impression that he is actually the devil? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. Because that's the joke they think mm-hmm. he's Satan in them. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. What kind
0: of costumes are these? It's the Sanderson sisters, right?
1: At your service.
0: Haven't seen you for centuries. But what the heck, why don't you come in? Come into the non-smoking section. <laughs>
1: come on,
0: come on. I can't right believe it's <laughs> Don't step on my tail. But they then get chased out by their dog, mm-hmm. who is literally the guy who plays Bran in a dog outfit.
1: <laughs> sure, <laughs> just to give him something to do. Yeah. Okay. Or have you used Hodor at all? Oh no, not. What if they just set Hodor on him? Oh, he's a much better dog. Yeah. Hodor, Hodor, Hodor. Like. Yeah. He <laughs> doesn't even need to be a dog. He can just be like just Hodoring, anyone. Like. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, but it's it's still Halloween though. Right. Okay. So he has, okay, he's okay. dressed as a dog. Yeah, Hodor dressed as a dog is funny. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. <laughs> a big long tongue and everything yeah okay so well one thing leads to another as i say all the time (laughs) um, (laughs) and they all end up at the school dance okay yeah where the band are all dressed up as white walkers great cool the main guy in the band is Tyrion lannister
1: okay at last okay yeah do you reckon he can sing i would love to see him try i imagine he's got a good croony voice i imagine him like singing like frank sinatra kind of thing yeah Remembered Ned Stark, he was a lot of fun, but he didn't make it past season one. Robert Baratheon was part of that crew, but he never made it to season two.
0: The whole thing obviously ends in a musical number. Great, which, has, which happens on stage. In fact, maybe it's a bit sort of like a musical where they see a bit of a story played out. Mm-hmm. So that's how. Jon Snow and everybody managed to get rid of the witches. Okay. There's no false ending in this. There's no putting them in the kiln or anything. Oh, okay. It all ends in a massive song and dance and everyone lives happily ever after. Oh, that's the end of the film? Mm. Oh, okay. What's the song? I I don't know what the song is. I haven't written a song. You didn't write any songs. No, but maybe it could be The Bear and the Maiden Fair. Okay, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But like in a disco witchy version. That'd be amazing. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, and Theon ascends to heaven i guess where he
1: yeah he passes over to the other side yeah, yeah whatever he... happens to him yeah gets back with his sister uh-huh probably fondles her again <laughs> <laughs> okay well apart from not finding anything for brienne of Tarth or sansa that was pretty
0: good there's a lot of other people missing it's but a big, it's a, it's it's a a big, big cast. cast
1: it's a big cast it is hard to get everyone yeah uh, but they felt like the, the main absentees i don't know yeah uh no i like that that was I, would, I could see that i wish more TV casts did stuff like that. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. Cool, cool. Very, very good. All right. I, I would like to see that. On to my favorite part. Oh, uh, listener submissions. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So we have a few uh, Media Realness at Media Realness. They've got Brocus Pocus. Brokers Pokus. Brokers Pokus. Okay. This is kind of a Parks and Recreation style mockumentary format in which all the men from the like, the Sanderson Sisters lives are just talking about their experiences of dating them and you know how it all went horribly wrong. So we've okay. got Billy, we've got the fake devil, we've got the real devil, <laughs> we've got Fakery, uh-huh. uh, the bus driver, the fireman. They're all just like shit talking about the <laughs> Sanderson Sisters. Okay, okay. yeah. and that's I like about, it. Yeah, really good. I like that, guys. Dad Zone at Dad Zone Cast. Uh, they've done a crossover with The Conjuring. Have you ever right. seen The Conjuring? No. Me neither, but you know what it is, right? It's the yeah. franchise with um, Patrick, what's-his-face, and um, Vera Farmiga. I want to say Patrick, not Patrick Stewart, not Patrick Bateman. Patrick someone. Um, yeah. Swayze. Not Swayze, no. <laughs> yeah, somebody. Uh, yeah, the, so this is The Conjuring 4, because I the think they made for you already, mm-hmm. uh, The Black Candle. And uh, so in this one, Ed and Lorraine, who are the main characters who are played by Vera Farmiga and Patrick Patrick Mm -hmm. from um, The Conjuring, they recount the acquisition of a black candle they have in their museum. Mm. And one terrible night, their young daughter comes back from trick-or-treating and accidentally lights that candle, releasing a terrible evil. Mm. I'm guessing the witches. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I guess it's just the idea is it's just hocus-pocus, but in the style of The Conjuring, so much more a horror movie. Very good i've seen one one of the country movies it was okay sure it was fine i am mm-hmm. describe it as fine but, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know one of those ones like that, that was a film yeah yeah, yeah. cecil hops at one aussie nerd one mm-hmm. this is hocus pocus two in this one danny is an adult and she has the black flame candle now and she's protecting it mm-hmm. however when the candle is inevitably lit this time they're prepared so the idea of, of this is that basically the candle gets lit somehow and, and now adult Danny, played by Fora Birch, mm. has to team up with a group of kids. And it's going to be like the movie It. It's going to be really serious and scary and kind of, the kids are going to be quite capable. and Yeah. yeah. So yeah, basically, it's going to be that, I guess. Okay, yeah. great. Blockbusters, their version... Guys, you never do a title. Come on, work harder. So <laughs> <laughs> we do appreciate you. So it's 80 years later. A gaggle of children, like that description, a gaggle of <laughs> yeah, children, yeah. are visiting their grandmother. And they find the book in the basement. And they start reading it and then we flash to the cemetery where the sisters arise much in the same way as billy mm. so they're really old and gray and dusty mm-hmm. and the grandmother bursts in and realizes what's happened and we find out that in fact it is once again grown up danny grown up for a bitch yeah. but this time a grandmother i guess so maybe not for a bitch yeah or maybe for a bitch in heavy makeup i don't know <laughs> who's taken on again they're taking on the role of the protector of the book and the black film candle so the witches are drawn to the book but because the spell that was cast this time is raised them as zombies rather than witches, mm-hmm. so they're bloodthirsty and they crave flesh. And the kids and Danny go about trying to warn the town, and you know predictably nobody believes them. And then the witches draw closer and start turning people into like undead zombies, and you know biting them, I guess, and mm-hmm. feeding on their flesh. Yeah, yeah. And then Billy also rises from the grave and works with Danny to fight off the witches so then the witches trick the kids into giving up the book and then they start planning to raise all of the dead Mm -hmm. however danny has tricked them by making a replacement book Mm -hmm. so they end up getting possession of the wrong book and when they cast that spell it banishes the zombies and sends them back to the graveyard along with billy for all eternity and danny then makes the children promise to take over protection of the book when she's gone And the book closes its eye once more and end of the film. Mm -hmm. But all of the people who got turned into zombies are actual zombies and they must be killed accordingly. So there's no no, uh, Disney happy ending for this one. Right. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Good. Uh, Why am I watching this? At W-A-I-W-T cast. In this sequel, the company Yankee Candle (laughs) releases their limited edition Black Flame edition candle. Uh, A lonely lady in Atlantic City buys one and lights it uh, and it brings the sisters back. And together with her bingo buddies, this this lonely woman has to save Halloween as the witches have all kinds of shenanigans in the casinos playing slots, craps, poker. Mm-hmm. So essentially, it's just Hocus Pocus 2 Las Vegas, which is a classic sequel. Yeah, I love good. it. And yeah, that's it. So, witches 2 Vegas. Mm-hmm. Very good, guys. Yeah, come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it.
0: Lovely. Yeah, very good. So, if you've got any ideas for Hocus Pocus um, or any film we've done in the past or any film you'd like to see us do in the future then please give us a buzz. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, all beyond the box set. Mm-hmm. If you could give us a sp- subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, everywhere else that you can find a podcast, we'll be there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'd really appreciate that. Oh, and any ratings. If you want to give us a rating, five stars only. Yes. We will love you forever.
1: Mm-hmm. Specifically. Specifically, yes. Yeah, we'll specifically <laughs> love you forever. <laughs> specifically, yes. Yeah, that's it. Um, next week, we're not sure what we're doing yet. No, but we hope to have a guest. We're hoping to have... Who, who are we having on next week, hopefully?
0: Uh, we'll see. Oh, okay. We'll see. I'll we'll you, see.
1: Okay. I'll let you know. Cool. So we're hoping next week we will be concluding our Halloween trilogy mm-hmm. with some kind of scary movie. Yes, like an actual horror film. Maybe, yeah. But, uh, that's the plan. Oh, that's the plan, okay, cool. I will let you know on social media close to the time so we, you can still do your listener submissions because we do yeah. love them. Uh, but yes, so look, look out next week for the third edition in our Halloween trilogy and... Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. See you later. Bye.